Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 102 of Reboot Already Underway. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by David, the master of the Baja Blaster, Becker. You heard that slurp? That was me chugging my uh, Baja Blast out of the can, because it is summertime. It is summertime. The Baja (laughs) Blast is here. I bought it in bulk. I thought you said uh, supper time. And I'm like, David, you gotta have a little more than Baja Blast, you know? Man, man cannot live on Baja Blast alone. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the good book for you. You know who said that? That's... You know who said that? A bunch of nerds. All right? Baja Blast for life. And the uh, other co host, the man who's over there uh, 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 spreading poison on us. Is Aaron hates the Baja Blast Han? That yeah. that's the first one that actually rhymes, even though Aaron <laughs> hates Baja Blast Han. I don't know if rhymes is the right. Oh, word. No, no. <laughs> Do you have anything um, you want to say for yourself? It's in your run. It's in your run. You anything you want to say for yourself, Aaron? No, I think he he summed it up. I I hate uh, the Baja Blast. I hate uh, popcorn in movie theaters. Yeah, you do. I hate uh, children who <laughs> talk during Infinity War. Oh, and what a delightful segue. I hate children. Yeah, I could have. But I thought I'd give Lacey a nice uh, yeah. little, little You're feeding me little, little nibbles of segues. Thank you, Aaron. I promise to never the say that again. Killed, the segue's killed now because it's <laughs> We're talking about Infinity War. Spoiler cast, everyone. So let's start with non-spoilers, as always. What do you mean? We, we always give people a chance, you know. We, we, we warn them. We kind of give our first impressions before the spoilers, and then we dig in. We get down, and we say, hey, what a wonderful kind of day. Where we can watch Infinity War and laugh and play together. Arthur was in Infinity War. Sorry to, sorry, 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 to, sorry to spoil it for everyone. Arthur is in Infinity War. But anyway. Super, Super Smash Bros. was in Infinity War. The new character, actually. Yeah. Alright, what are we doing? <laughs> Infinity War. We all gave our, we gave our five words uh, last week. But, I don't um, remember. I don't remember mine either. Aaron, do you remember yours? Uh, mine was event comic brought to life. Yeah, yeah that's the right. Yeah, and I want I want to elaborate on that. You're the Debbie but Downer I because. Well, how about you elaborate on not elaborate on it now? Because I will. Please let's elaborate. Was, I I'm probably the biggest comic book fan on this podcast. I don't so. think that. I, I I guess you're right. Fine, I, take it from me. I don't I, think so that's a probably. I've I've read a lot of event comics you know when every year they try to sell you on like these big crossover titles between all the superheroes and you know this is this was an event comic brought to life you know just kind of the thrill of seeing all these characters interact and the like scale of the threat like this, I, I'm still impressed how well they sold the stakes of this movie. Yeah. In a, in a certain sense, we'll get to 
some aspect. So do you think do you think that's good that it's a good or bad that this movie felt like it in an event comic? But then there's also the bad, which is that event comics tend to kind of uh, be spectacle over substance. So it's very much like we, we're getting a lot of action, we're getting a lot of witty character interactions and stuff, but there's not a whole lot going on underneath it all, you know? Like, it's it's very much moving from the one, one scene to the next, to the next, to the next, whereas in event comics, it's usually, like, the event comics is reserved for, like, all the big action and spectacle, and then they always have to, like, relegate the character development and thematic exploration stuff to, like, the other titles. So it's like if we had Infinity War and then like films happening at the same time as Infinity War, we might have gone to something, you know, or if I mean, we had do. a better job do we not? mixing the TV <laughs> and the movie universe. So, so in a perfect world, you wish that they should have dropped Infinity War and like three other Marvel movies to coincide and fill out the plot while Infinity War could have just been like a, a straight adrenaline shot of action and one-liners is, is that your perfect world that that's no that's not my perfect world i'm oh, just gosh. i don't think that would have been possible or probably any better i think we got like the best we could have gotten out of something that has to tackle this much So, well, someone it, else say something. Someone, someone it, else say something. So, I'm feeling judged. Who, who's yeah, ready? A lot of weird faces from Jacob. Who's ready for me to just go to town on this movie? Ho, 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 Infinity War. <laughs> now, Aaron, we'll, we'll get to more of the, the, the substance and, the, and the, all that. All that stuff in the in the spoilers, but for now I'm just gonna say, my dudes, this movie exists and it's amazing. And oh my god, I I'm actually still in shock. I was the one going in the whole time, like this might be bad. Like, uh oh, what's gonna happen? And then uh, I came out and I was like, well, that was silly of me to think that. It's just good, you know what? And it's the thing I keep saying to everyone. I'm like, I don't know if it's good. I don't care if it's good. It just exists, and it's amazing, and it's a lot of fun. And that's all I needed the movie to be, I guess. I think I'm at the point with Marvel movies where I'm like, show me something cool. Show me something fun. I don't, I don't need too much. I don't need too much. I'm not going in looking for, I'm not going in looking for a, deep, uh, deep, a deep analysis on why communism doesn't work, <laughs> you know? I'm not going in for too much. I'm going in to show me some cool stuff, and they show me cool stuff in this. There was multiple times in the first viewing where I was like, oh, <laughs> like, letting out, like, little yips. Like, oh, yay! <laughs> but, 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 Lacey, Lacey, communism was the hero of Infinity War. I mean, if people had just shared the resources, yeah. we, we wouldn't have had a problem, man. Yeah, you that's know? a good point. Hmm. Aaron, uh, I watched Aaron, High Rise. Aaron debunking himself. <laughs> that movie clearly depicted communism, and it's not that way, Aaron. So you're fine. All right, High Rise right, and, and Animal Farm and Animal Farm. About the oh, don't forget that. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> 
So, uh, you know, I'll, we'll talk more about it in spoilers. I'm just saying, if you're coming in here, you're looking for like, oh, Jacob was a little critical on Black Panther. Will he be critical on this? I'll say no to you, sir. No. Cause, now why? Because he is a uh, well-weather fan. Yeah. Uh, Fairweather fan, I think, is the word you're looking for. And no, also, no, well, people well definitely like well, Black why? Panther more than they like this. <laughs> know why you're a well-weather fan why is that because he, oh wait that's i can't say that's spoiler can we say spoilers now sure spoilers floodgates are open spider-man's awesome that's not a spoiler but i love how much <laughs> screen time he has in this movie he's got some good stuff I mean, that's not really that's not that much of a spoiler i know i know but but i just want to talk about floodgates are i was open. worried for a brief instance that he, that opening scene was gonna be it. Like as soon as he like starts oh, like, in New York, and then he like I, I falls been, the spaceship. I thought I that was gonna so be soft. it. I was like, okay. Yeah. Tom Holland has other things to do, like finish high school, presumably. He's twenty one. <laughs> I hope he's not in high school still. Yeah, those no, like movies here. they set you back, you know. Yeah, I guess. Wow. So. uh... Oh my god, guys. So, so, so let's, let's let's just move beginning to end. Let's go. So in the beginning, <laughs> you know... Loki dies. Loki. Loki's dead. Loki's dead dead. Because, like, now how are we going to address, like, the... Oh, are they actually the faded dead? Are we going to have a different term for that dead? Or are we just going to say everyone's dead? A lot we're of people are gonna dead. We're going to have to have a different term because the faded dead people... Come on. I mean, Black Panther and Spider-Man left. There's no way they're not trying to make more money off of them. (laughs) Like, yeah, okay. But I want to get to that, too, because, you know, I'm just going to get to it right now. When I first saw that, I was like, wow, they actually did it. But I'm like, of course they're coming back. And I saw other people, like, crying and stuff. I'm like, but guys, they're going to be back. And But then I... Something happened to me when I watched it for the second time where I was like, yeah, this is still a really sad scene, even if I know they're coming back. Especially Peter's bit, which is just one of the oh most heart-wrenching oh things. Peter, Peter scene. <laughs> I don't feel so good. Oh. oh, no, my heart. My heart doesn't feel good about you right now. Oh, my God. And that's that the was, one. That that's was, like, the, the only one sure. that got me. Yeah. Like, all the other ones, I was like, it's not a big deal. I know they're coming back. Yeah. And, like, I know... Sp- Peter Parker's going back, but still, that one got me. It's it's the what if, what if they don't bring voice. him back and Miles Morales just pops in like, hey guys, like uh, I'm new here, but oh wait, I'm not gonna. That's probably very different. I won't say that. Uh... Okay. <laughs> yeah, I had a great joke, but okay. I, Let's talk about Doctor Loki Strange. being dead dead. Okay, Lo- Loki being dead dead. Let's go there. Dead dead. It was because... about time. No. About time. Aaron, you are such yeah. a hater. Oh my god. I'm not a hater. I'm just a fan of uh, character arcs not being dragged out. <sighs> Loki's was... And his was over a long time ago. It was still sad. 
that that I mean I I go to these movies every single superhero movie with my sister because that's just a tradition and uh, at that point both of our hands are like over our mouths like no like they're gonna do it no <laughs> like we love Loki See, big fans over no, here no no we don't love Loki because like I'm like impartial on Loki. I, I'm saying right, Loki. I was saying my sister and I oh we we uh, love Loki we in with you I didn't no. you did. <laughs> Well, inter- the internet obviously knows that I see about ninety-eight percent of the superhero movies with you and your sister. That's right. So. That's right. That's right. Well, yeah. what, what was the two percent you didn't? Thor, and Spider-Man. Thor Ragnarok. And Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. You didn't come. So see. the two. Ninety-eight. There's the two right there. The yeah. 90. There's a there's a hundred movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> X-Men movies. Anyway, continue. Continue your point. So. What, like I, I was, I was like, oh dang, like like killed Loki. I've never. Everyone is like, oh my gosh, Loki's so awesome. He's so cool. He's so attractive. I never understood that hype train. Like I'm glad he's got the hype train. Mm-hmm. I'm about I'm about like people being hype. But like when it happened, like everyone's like, oh no, freaking. I was like, dang, like he's an okay character. Let's move. Like like I didn't feel bad. He was it. an inconsistently written character, and now he's gone. Is he going to be consistently gone, though? No, he's dead, dead. <laughs> no resurrections then, this time. Well, Jake and Jake was complaining, like, where's Valkyrie? Where's, uh... Yeah, where's Korg? Where's Korg? Where is Korg? That, was, see, that uh, was literally my first reaction to uh, Lacey after I got out of the movie. Yeah. I, and that was my honest reaction. To be honest... You know? I, I also turned to David at the end of the movie and I was like, where was Korg? <laughs> like, where is he? Did you did you see um the actress who plays Valkyrie? She tweeted, like, because everyone was like, where's Valkyrie? She, like, tweeted. Did you see what she tweeted? Yeah, she's like, I'm the GOAT. Yeah, they... it was like, here's me in Infinity War. It's like, the go- like some, there's a GOAT in the movie, I guess, or something. But, like, it's like a throwback to, like, there's a Twitter account that says Tessa Thompson as a GOAT or whatever. I don't know. It was yeah. like a weird. <laughs> it was a weird turnaround, but you know. But um, Thanos only killed half the people on that ship. Just saying. Stay, stay true to his word. That's, it's, that's gonna be such a jarring transition, though, especially if like Taika Waititi makes another Thor movie. Mm-hmm. If you're like trying to watch Thor Ragnarok and then jump into Infinity War and it and then jump back into Taika Waititi <laughs> comedy. <laughs> What's up, I'm Korg? <laughs> I was off the I, ship, it's all good. I kinda missed that. What happened? Hmm. Alright, alright. So yeah, no but, big um, deal, just this super depressing, <laughs> you know, giant purple guy came and murdered half the universe, but yeah. now we're back so to joking how do about we, uh, how do we feel about Thor's character changing from movie to movie to Avengers to movie to the, the new Avengers? Like how do we feel about Thor where he's at? Right I think now? His... he's changed. I think the two Thors from Ragnarok to this Thor or to this Thor and in Infinity War are like <laughs> super similar. I mean, like he's not as jokey, but also like everyone he loves is dead. So it's like, I mean, I guess that's sort of understandable why he wouldn't be jokey because <clears throat> someone just killed Loki. I will say Thor's right, subplot that was, decent was my character. least favorite part of the entire film. Like, that's the part where I thought they could have easily trimmed down that bit and filled it out with something more substantial. But they had Peter Dinklage. They had a. They, they, they did have that. Peter Dinklage. 
that man. So like that, I feel like if they didn't have Peter Dinklage, they wouldn't have spent that much time there. But they're like, oh, we gotta use this. Look at this man. You can't look at his hands because they're just covered in molten core. Like, oh yeah. I I, I <clears throat> it's not my favorite part of the movie or anything, but also it's like. It's all worth it for that payoff, man. When Thor comes down on the, uh, what is it called? I don't know. <laughs> no, the, the Bifrost. That's what it's called. When when he comes down through the Bifrost oh, and like I, I didn't know starts, what word we were looking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, and just starts wrecking shop. I'm like, I, I didn't know Oof. what made up word we were looking for. If it was Bifrost or Wakanda or whatever right. Thanos' aliens are called, you know. Right. Aaron, if anyone knows, it's going to be you. What are the names of Thanos' four kids in this movie? Proxima Midnight. I know they're, that one. They're not, they're not his kids. They're just well, like they're his... called Children of Thanos. That's just kind of... Well, right. Like, in, right. In the way Gamora and Nebula are... Right. Proxima uh, Midnight, which oh, is a cool of, name. Speaking of Gamora, Jake and I, I have cracked the code. Yeah. Oh, all right, all right. Well, I, we didn't cracked the code really it, joe russo cracked the code and i read an interview about it <laughs> where well, but, then, uh, but then we connected the dots i guess yeah oh about no, how because we were like she lives on in the soul stone yeah like her soul's in the stone no no what was captain marvel Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where Captain Marvel. Oh, is so we cracked something? that. That's right. That's right. That's right. I forget. I forgot we talked about that. I'm, I'm mad. I don't I'm remember sure. anymore. How's it? Pager supposed to reach someone in the soul. Excuse stone. me, she's not in it anymore. But that's why she's going to look the same age as when she did in the nineties. It's because she was in the Soul Stone for a long time. We cracked the code. Okay. Also, is that all there is to it? Also, they did not explain the Soul Stone at all, and the only way you can understand what it does is through weird context clues. <laughs> it controls people's souls no it, it doesn't though because <laughs> because there's one point where in the second viewing i'm like all right i'm gonna watch every single one of those stones when they glow and i'm gonna figure out what the soul stone does and when i saw it glow one time it's when iron man like throws a giant rock at thanos and he like turns the rock into bats he just makes life <laughs> i'm like well, that seems to be the most overpowered thing in the world. <laughs> like, okay. The rock and the bats would probably have to have been the reality stone, right? But the soul stone would close. I mean, I guess it's yeah, but because he was, it has he was to... doing all that weird, trippy stuff before he got the soul stone. Right, but he wasn't making living things. Mm. I, I mean, these are just new, alive creatures that are flying. I'm like, what? I'm like, how did I not get that? Okay. Let's take a poll. Mm-hmm. So, are you in favor of the uh, Thor Rocket Raccoon bromance? Yeah. Like, or Peter, and Iron Man's bromance. Like, one liners, you know, relationship. Not like, you know, like just friendship, not relationship. Right. So I got what you're which saying. Which one? Relation- because friendships I, are a relationship. I, I'm a fan of Rocket Raccoon and Bucky. Yeah. That's, that's the friendship. Rocky that was true. would be their couple name. Because <laughs> he, he goes, oh, can I get that gun? He's like, uh, no. He's like, oh, what about that arm? Can I get that arm? He's like, no, you can't. He's like, I'm going to get that arm. I'm like, yeah, you're going to get that arm. Let's go. <laughs> I can't wait, dude, for part four when Rocket's just going to be with, like, what's left of the Avengers. And he's going to be like, hey, I'm the only Guardian left. <laughs> like, what's up? 
It's me and Nebula now. I love how Rocket just like has body parts on it. Like Thor's like, how oh, you gotta take this eye. Like you gotta start. Like I can't look at you like that anymore. And like, and Thor's got like two different color eyes now. And, like he took the he had the guy's leg and what is that Guardians one? Guardians one, yeah. Well, he just he's yeah. like, I'm gonna need you to get that leg. Because <laughs> I got the leg. He's like, oh, you actually got it. Let's go. Did he did he hobble around on it? Did. It... <laughs> God, I love Rocket um, so much. But yeah, Rocket, Rocket Thor friendship was definitely a plus. He's like, "Hello, Rabbit, let's go." Like, I don't know. And then Groot slicing off his arm to make the axe for Thor. So metal. Pretty cool. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah. Now, why? Because Groot is in the uh, scene phase, the My Chemical Romance. Welcome to the Black yeah. Parade phase. So he was like. Chop off my arm. Let's get going. This means I'm nothing so to me. Eggs. <laughs> that's, that's what happened. Who needs an arm? <laughs> oh God. Um. Yeah. So let's talk. Let's talk about how Star Lord sucks. How he just ruined the. Uh, how Star Lord is the best part of the movie, and honestly, Star-Lord the most relatable. The worst part of the movie. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I see in his position, yeah. I don't think I would have been able to keep my cool. I'd be like, no, screw you. Absolutely yeah. not. Would I be able to keep my cool? Uh, I would just be logical. I would take the gauntlet off of him, and then I'd use the gauntlet and just completely destroy him in any which way possible. And then I'd bring him back to life so I could consistently destroy him again. If he was a smart Star Lord, but no, he's just got to be his fifty percent human, fifty percent idiot. Decided to hop on in and just ruin the entire thing. <laughs> that reminds me of one of the best uh, lines in the movie. It's like, all right, I don't think a plucky attitude is going to do it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't say plucky. All right, we don't even know what that word means. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Just the whole interaction between the Guardians and then uh, Iron Man. There's this one moment where... I, I, so Drax says something, and then uh, just... The long silence and the look on Iron Man's face is just, it's its priceless. It's so good. I, I love it. I, just It's the interaction, oh, man. Was it the one about the uh, take ass and kick names? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. So good. Oh, my God, man. So do you think that um, Doctor Strange gave... Thanos the time stone because in all the alternate realities, the one that they saw winning is when he does get the time stone. I think they have to do it that way or else that was a really big flaw in this movie to have that sudden character change from like, oh, I'm never, I'm perfectly willing to sacrifice your life to keep the stone to Mm -hmm. here's the stone to save his life. Like, there's no other way that makes sense. Yeah, he doesn't. So it's either a him. really terrible flaw in this movie, or it's not a it's, terrible. Flaw. It's, <laughs> there's no way. Uh, uh, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, well, dude, what if what if Avengers? It's not called Gauntlet. The next Avengers, like, what if like they just don't even acknowledge that, and it t- turns out being dude that this movie will go from four stars to two stars if that flaw is not. <laughs> It's not uh, taken care of. Well, like, they just... the way I see it is, if he didn't, if he didn't hand it over, he would have killed Iron Man, who needed to be alive for the whole thing. Like it would have changed the randomness of the deaths, so he needed 
because it's all just random, right? Like the way he kills people, it's not based on anything. So right, butterfly effect and all that. Not really. Star Lord, man, I still think he's one of the best parts of the movie. I I just like I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, he ruins it for everyone, but also like. I, too, would not have kept my cool. I've been like, all right, well, I'm blasting you in the head now. Like, I don't care. I mean, he's a believably written character. Yeah. He's just annoying. Nah, man, he's not annoying. Footloose still the best movie ever made? Never was. <laughs> it's amazing. Oof, movie's great. Hold Oof. on, hold on. Let's, let's talk movie's about... Great. No, no, Oof, movie's that. great. <laughs> before that... Peter, Peter and Iron Man, when they're like, how are we going to save Doctor Strange? And he's like, you ever see Alien? Yeah, you and see this like, really what? old and movie then, called Aliens. <laughs> and then they, then he goes, oh my god, it works! And then like when Star-Lord comes, he's like, oh, it's Footloose. He's like, oh. And then Iron Man's like, if I get another pop culture reference, I'm going to lose my mind. I was like... Well, it's, funny, like, it's, whole, like, like, it's when he sees Mantis right before he's like, hey, if, if an alien puts uh, little eggs in me, I'm sorry if I eat you guys. And then Mantis, he like opens his eyes and Mantis is like, oh, don't put your eggs in me. <laughs> so good. Also, Mantis, surprisingly like pivotal role in this movie, like for being such a new character that I don't think very many people care about. She gets quite a lot to work with. What's her? Oh, ah, I forget the actress actress's name. Palm, Palm Clementif or something like that. But she's good. So, I think she's very good. But very the funny. question is, do you think Thanos actually loved Gamora? Because that—that's the question. That could that could be the turn of the tide. Like I like so I guess Aaron? he has to have loved her because that's how we got the stone, right? Or like, what was well, it? But, what was but it? I mean, who who gets to judge that? Is it the stone? Like love? Yeah, is it, is it new soul. red skull? Is it also is, red who's, skull? Who's what? Like, oh yeah, that's <laughs> red yeah, skull. Why? Oh yeah, would be a nice way to to uh, just graze over red skull. Good work, Aaron. Well, I, <laughs> I, was, I was disappointed. It wasn't Hugo Weaving? It, there was no, no way it was ever no. going to be Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving does not care <laughs> about Marvel. He's like, whatever. <laughs> Who's Hugo? Or... To be honest, though, I didn't oh. even know it wasn't him, if I'm being honest, until I looked it up and I was like, oh, it's not the same guy. Mm. So. Hate this movie. Hate this movie. The movie How, sucks. Did he, did he not want to do it? Movie, this movie he, sucks. He, no, he didn't. He, he apparently like hated all the prosthetic work that went into doing it the first uh, time around. So. Okay, that I guess that's understandable, but at the same time... Suck it up. You're like going to be one of the biggest movies. What What this... are you doing, Hugo? What are you doing right now? Nothing. Watch, right. this doing... Watching this movie and thinking, wow, why can I like? Why was I not <laughs> in this movie? Um, I I have a question that everyone can answer. Each one of each one of us can kind of give our favorite like. This is something only Avengers can do. Like, what's the cool? What's the cool? Who has the coolest bit? What's the coolest thing you saw in the movie? Spider-Man. 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 <laughs> Aaron? Every single thing he does, Spider-Man. Uh, like, what do you mean by coolest What's the thing? coolest? Like, what's the, the thing like, that made you biggest... go, oh my god, only movies, man. Only movies. Um, come back to me, because I got I to think. I, I have I two. Think. I have two. One is, I absolutely lost it 
um, when Doctor Strange and Thanos were having like that energy fight, and then he goes and breaks into his, uh, you know, is copying himself and multiplying and doing his little whip thing, and I'm like, oh my god! And also when Thanos crushes that planet, and then the meteors just start falling, and I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. The movie's great. I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I've said this. I don't know if I made it abundantly clear to everyone that I love this movie. So much. So much. So, alright, let's talk about, uh... Oh, wait, never mind. I right, said Spider-Man. Did you think of your movie moment yet, Aaron, or no? Oh, no. I, I, I don't, yeah. don't remember anything. <clears throat> so let's talk about Hulk and, uh... Aaron, Aaron, <laughs> Aaron, no, no. <laughs> we're getting one out of you. What, what, while you were watching this movie, did you go just giggle with glee at? Giggle with glee? Yeah. Uh... Top out and say Peter Dinklage. No, nah, that's what he did. But I was disappointed he wasn't a uh, Modoc. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, want, I wanted Modoc. Me too. It was still a good role for him. Yeah, it was a fun role. Anyway, are we still? Are we still gonna wait for Aaron? I, I'm. I, for we're. On, I'm honestly just waiting for Aaron. <laughs> Aaron, just lie. Say something if you don't know it. Uh, I'm. I'm, I'm my favorite part is. Uh, when Captain America is fighting off Thanos at the end, but not quite th- fighting off Thanos, just trying to push him back, but he can't quite do it, you know. But needed more Captain America in this film. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's the one part where it's a little like, okay, Captain America gets a bit slighted in this film. There's not much of him, but I'm guessing we'll see a lot more in the next one, obviously. But I hope so. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's pretty clearly going to be like Iron Man and Captain America die in the yeah. next one. They resolve their differences and then die. So they hold hands and there. jump into the sunset. They they hold hands and and go to town and anyway. save the universe. David, what was your question? <laughs> My question was, how do you guys? What do you think is up with uh, the Hulk and his problem with uh, going to town? Because he can't go to town anymore. He something's can't. happening. So what do you think is his mind block of going to town? I mean, I think that it's he didn't like how badly he was beaten by Thanos. And yeah. So now he's scared and Yeah. I'm wondering if it's gonna what's gonna happen is like it's gonna be a different version of the Hulk, like they did in the comics where it's either like Grey Hulk or Red Hulk or whatever, one of like the other different colored Hulks that because like because like Grey Hulk was the Hulk, but he maintains Banner's mind. Oh, like he has the Hulk's body ooh. and Banner's mind. Give so. it to me. Give it to me. They kind of no. I think that might be the How? way they go because his whole line about being in the Hulkbuster. It's like it's like being the Hulk, but I with the mind of Banner. Like that might be a little bit of a. How does that happen? No, like in the comic. How did you you become gray? Is that just? I, I don't remember. Uh, magic. <laughs> just say magic. <laughs> <laughs> that basically solves everything. Magic. Yeah. Just just like Doctor Strange. Yeah. What are his limitations? We don't know, but it looks cool. Th- that's the thing. That's <laughs> the thing, though. Everyone keeps saying stuff like, oh, I wish we like understood what their powers are. I'm like, but who cares? <laughs> I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm, as I'm watching this, I'm like, I... In the moment, none of it matters to me. And I think that's just the beauty. This is the first film in a long time where I was not jaded at all while I was watching it. 
I was like, I was transported back to being a kid and like seeing amazing things that I would have never dreamt of on screen. And it's been a long time. It's been a very long time. We talk about gateway to cinema movies. And I'm like, yeah, that movie's pretty good, but this is a problem. And I'm like, just enjoy the movie. But this time, I just enjoyed the movie. I was, it was just a lot of fun. And that's all. That's all I've got left to say. That's all you've got left to say? No, I could talk about this movie all night, but uh, we're already 31 minutes into this subtopic, so we might want to move on soon. <laughs> Alright, so what are, what are our hopes for Avengers 4? <sighs> Alternate timelines. I think that would be a really fun, interesting, comic booky thing that could just open up new possibilities. I don't know. I feel like that yeah, might yeah. be something that happens. I don't know. I mean, the, I mean, the set photos that have leaked have like suggested there's a time travel element to the next one. Like they're going to be revisiting different hmm. mo- like past movies from the MCU, which would be a really neat way to. If this is going to be like the wrap up, that's not officially a wrap up because we need to keep the money going. It's a wrap like, up of the first ten years. Of the first ten years, really. That'd be a cool way of doing Chapter it. Chapter one of the MCU. Yeah, that would be really cool. What are your hopes, Aaron? David? See, my problem with this movie is, like, the way it ended, If I feel like, like, with Thanos, like, basically, like, being complete, or, like, he said he would rest. Him resting, everyone dying. I feel, I feel like I did not get an emotional impact because I knew that everyone was going to um, come back, or we're assuming. I feel like if this is the way that um, the second Infinity War movie would have ended, like with Thanos resting and everyone's actually dead dead, I feel like I would have like had so much... I would have liked the movie so much more because I'm like, holy crap. This, like They took a risk. They like have this big, drawn-out thing. Everyone's dead. Like, this mean, like, they did so much. This means so much. Rather than, like, it ended, it was, it was cool, it was awesome, it ended, and now I'm just like, okay, all this was cool, but it actually doesn't matter because they all can just come back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No. And, and like, and they're why... like, oh, oh, in the second movie, they're going to kill off, like, well, we're, say, Iron Man right. and Captain America. It's not the same. I don't care. Like, like I like I care about Tony Stark, like Robert Downey Jr., great actor, but Captain America, I'm in part like if they, if they choose to kill him off, I'd be like, huh, got time to shave that beard. I'm just, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I I heard of well, this isn't even like an official theory. It's what one girl said in front of me uh, after the movie ended. She was like, so all the people who faded away are the ones who will live, and all the ones who stayed will die. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. It's kind of an interesting thought, except for then you have like uh, Rocket Raccoon, and I, I don't know, I don't see them killing Rocket honestly. <laughs> so no, and you have a lot of a lot of like supporting characters, like supporting Black Panther characters. Yeah, Okoye, is that how you say your name? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Something like that. <sighs> she has some good lines in this movie, like actually really like really funny lines. The whole like. Why was she up there the whole time? <laughs> like, good line, 
but she was up there to defend Vision. Did she forget that? I don't know. I don't know either. It was just, it was just a joke. It, <laughs> it was, was a good it was line. Just a joke. It was a good line. Also, Scarlet Witch, OP, best character. Um, and uh, there we go. Yeah, she can just destroy an Infinity Stone now. That's my God. Sure. <laughs> I was I was so happy with how much Scarlet Witch got. I'm like, no one cares about Scarlet Witch, but I'm out here like, yes, yes, Scarlet Witch, yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, and I don't care about Vision still, kind of. The stuff between the two of them I liked, but Vision alone, I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Kind of. Ew, gross. Do you, He's all muscly. Do you, do you guys want to hear my hopes for Avengers Four? Yeah, absolutely. Here's, here's, here's my hopes. Okay, mm-hmm. so we need we need a great title. Mm-hmm. We've been holding off this title for so long. So we need we need a really good title. Yeah. So we need something that kind of illustrates that like things are going to go on from here. You know, like the the heroes are going to come back and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking and this this is my title. We call it Avengers Forever, but then we have like a four. So it's Avengers Forever, oh. and that's that's the title. That's it's beautiful. Is that when it's, the it's Fantastic Four comes in? <laughs> the, yeah, and then the, they bring in the Fantastic Four. Yep. Avengers Forever, colon, Fantastic Two. <laughs> they bring the same cast. That's that's the title. Now that that would be that would be the perfect title. I might be able to one up you with, uh, you know, just kind of uh, taking another title that's perfect and kind of mixing Avengers in, so it will be called the Avengers. The Crimes of Thanos. <laughs> anyway. Or we call this next movie Spider-Man and the Avengers. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <coughs> Let's move Spider-Man on. Spider-Man and his avenging friends. Moving on. I love it. Moving on. Moving on. Let's move on to the upcoming movies of the week. We got two this week, and it's a <laughs> it's a week for movies. Life of the party. It's back to school. It, it's not not for me. I'm, I'm graduating. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's Rodney Dangerfield's back to school, but with Melissa McCarthy. So. I'm well, not overboard last week. Yeah. And we have Life of the Party this oh, week. Oh my gosh. What is... Next week it's Nacho Libre, but. Yeah. Someone else steps into the role. I don't know. So. I forget. Jillian Jacobs. Is that her name correct? Yes. Yeah, she's in it. She's the only reason I'd be like, okay, I'll watch it. But. But you could just watch Community. Wow. Finish, finish that, because. Gotta finish a TV show one of these days. He's just not that good, man. <laughs> it's like fine, I guess. I know it gets better. Aaron always says it gets better, but I'm like, yeah, but I'm waiting through the crap right now. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, gross, yucky. And next we have Breaking In. <laughs> Which, uh. Why, why were there two house break in movies in a row? I, I don't understand. Is this like good counter programming to Avengers Infinity War? Or just like, yeah. I don't know. Home I, invasion films. Yeah. At least this one, you're following the one who does the home invading. So that's kind of a neat twist, I suppose. 
but uh, it looks kind of kind of been there, done that. I don't know. So, guys, let's move on. <laughs> it's just such a bad week. You're, these films are in the shadow of Infinity War, and they know it. They're like, okay, let's just ditch this Melissa McCarthy movie here. <laughs> like, yeah. She's not. Like, I don't like her as an actor, so I'm just like, ugh. Yeah, she's kind of one note. It's the problem. Anyway, Deadpool next week. But until then, what have we been watching, you know my next dudes? Week. Oh, what's that? Show dogs. Okay, what have we been watching this That's... week, guys? <laughs> <laughs> guys, mostly Aaron. David, I don't, I don't know that you care too much about this movie. But, Aaron, I saw Isle of Dogs. I texted you about it. You did. And I was like, uh, yeah, it's, it's good. It's just not that great. And you were surprised. I'm like, you know, I'm going to take some time. I'm going to go on a, on a spiritual journey to understand why this movie that I should so obviously love, I didn't. And I think I found an answer. Number one, this is the lesser of the answers, but I just want to get this out of the way first. Not a dog person. I don't care for dogs that much. I'm more of a cat guy. Get me a cat any day. And I really didn't enjoy the slander of, of cats in this movie. Um, mm. So that's not real. Uh, but the other one is, so there's something about Wes Anderson's style that I love when it is reined in. I feel like that's the main problem with this movie for me, is that it is just so quirky. It is quirky beyond belief. And the fact that it is stop motion, that he basically has free reign to do anything, makes it a little too much at times. I'm like, okay... It feels so, and this sounds so stupid because it's a movie about talking dogs. Um, but it feels so unbased in reality. Where, yeah, I know Aaron just gave me a smirk on that one. I know it's not supposed to be realistic, but the way, unlike the way that Moonrise Kingdom is, where Moonrise Kingdom has fantastical elements to it and, and is quirky, but it has this like real human element to it that this movie just doesn't really have for me it feels fairly robotic in a way i'm like yeah this is a wes anderson movie it just is a wes anderson movie though like there's not much else there and i feel like maybe he just wasn't told no on some things <laughs> might have been part of the problem but i don't know i don't know how this fares among wes anderson junkies I know only one Wes Anderson junkie, and she has yet to see it, so I don't know. Not, not, not a true Wes Anderson junkie, but, you know, well, I haven't seen the movie yet. You know. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a good point. Aaron <laughs> makes a solid point. But, uh, I don't no, know. I guess I'm, I'm kind of like the opposite, in a sense, where I think that these stop-motion Wes Anderson films are my favorite because the stop motion is kind of what sells me on the quirkiness 
like it, it's what makes the quirkiness bearable in a sense. Mm. And I, I don't, I don't know why. I think, I think it's just well suited for that kind of detachment from reality, that cartoonish nature. Because his live action films are already cartoonish and in a, feel like animated movies in a certain respect. But yeah, and I. Again, it's not to say I didn't like it, because I did like it. There are some really solid moments in here and some really like, really funny jokes that really got me, especially one near the end about what, we, what should we do. I don't even remember how it's... The death penalty is involved in the joke. <laughs> and, uh, my God, it's so funny. <laughs> and there's another one where they're going through like a trash compactor, and they're like, well, I guess if it was working, we'd be dead already. <laughs> that, that one's really good, too. Just It's delivered by Jeff Goldblum, too, and he's just... <laughs> it's great to hear that voice come out of a claymation dog. It is. And Edward Norton, I think, is my other favorite part of the movie. I don't know. Brian Cranston was like, okay. I just was like, okay. I couldn't tell it was him, which is maybe a good thing. By the end, I was like, oh, that's Brian Cranston? Oh, okay. Like, I knew he was in the movie. Didn't know it was him. But, mm. right. but my girl Greta, she made it all worth it. A little weird. Nope. A little weird that she says she has a crush on the 12-year-old boy. That's just a little, a little much. I think she's like 18. Are you sure about that? Pretty sure. I didn't think they were that far apart in age. I'm pretty sure she was like a high school student, like that senior in high school. Make her 18. Senior in high school. That's 18, man. No, she's. What if she's a smart student? Okay, so she's 14. Fine, fine, fine. Fourteen. A 14 year old can't have a crush on a 12 year old. That's fine. No, that's what I'm saying. If it's 14, then whatever. I'm just saying. I thought. Oh, okay, okay. I got the impression that she was much older, and I was like, oh, weird. Okay. I, I, um, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't get that impression. Okay, it might have just yes. been me then. You know, I, I didn't, mean, she, she I didn't is see voiced by a grown woman. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure he's voiced by a boy. So yeah, yeah. Also, Scarlett Johansson doesn't need to be in the movie. That whole character is just honestly pointless. I don't really get it. We needed. But... We needed a love interest. I guess. Also leads to some good jokes, though. Like, you're just going to have to imagine I'm balancing flaming uh, bowling pins. <laughs> that was a really good joke. So it was worth it for that. Anyway, I love dogs. It's fine. My first real disappointment from the year, I think, for movies. So, and even then, I still liked it. Middle of the list for me. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy rewatch. Just want to say, primo film. It's just, it's the best, man. It's its the best Marvel movie. Avengers is close, but there's just a beating heart to Guardians that I don't think Avengers has. And it's there in Guardians. That Even though I know, Aaron, you say it's all cynical, and there's, there's cynical stuff, but man, the whole opening scene has never hit me like it did watching it this time with him and his mom. And then the callback later to it... Uh, when he grabs the power stone, I'm like, it got me, man. They got me. They got me. And the Groot stuff. That also got me. <laughs> <laughs> we are Groot. Got me this time. And then watch Infinity War again. And then watch a little film 
uh, about called an adaptation of Macbeth, which you can hear my thoughts on in Gateway to Cinema. Who wants to go next? <laughs> That's all I have. I'll go. Your boy watched a few movies. One of them is very highly loved by Aaron Hunt. So let's get into what I've watched. I'm, I'm interested. Oh, oh. I know which one you're talking about oh. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I watched The Giver. In yeah, that, 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 that was it. That, 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 was, that was the movie. It was, it was, it was The Giver. Hey, we can do this now. I'm on David's screen. I just wanted to, I just wanted to let the podcast listen. I had to grab my charger. Keep going. Yes. <laughs> so the Giver. Giver was boring. I remember reading the book in eighth grade. Have you read the book, Aaron? Yes. The book is not bad. The book I remember was actually kind of good. Like being like I didn't feel like it was like a required read. Like it felt like it was actually a good book. Yeah, I like. And I feel like it's like, oh, it's nothing like the book. It's not that. It just like the movie was really boring and didn't did, translate well. Did 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 you like the book because it's it, it's about the evils of communism? Is that is that why I, you liked it? Another one, dude. I'm on a <laughs> communism kick. You know, I, I'm. <laughs> no, I I like the book because being able to like give someone happiness like that or like experience like sadness or color for like i just like that whole aspect of like experiencing that for the first time it's like okay like when you're like a baby or a kid you can experience like oh yeah like that hurts or this makes me happy like imagine like experiencing like the color red for the first time right now where or like tasting something or like like you know, I, I like that aspect of the, of the book. But the movie was just boring. Really boring. Everything was, like, very dry. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think it was really a... It wasn't a book designed to be a movie, or at least not a movie like they wanted, because they wanted, like, an action, young adult, dystopian movie, kind of Hunger Games style. Yeah, it but... It doesn't work like that. No, no, not at all. Um... I watched a documentary, probably the best documentary I've ever seen, Jiro Dreams of Sushi. The only reason I watched this movie you want is because sushi. I wanted sushi. And I was like, what, what's on Netflix with sushi? I was like, did oh. you literally just like search sushi yes, in Netflix yes, and then watch it? And I was like, oh, like this is a movie. Now, this little movie is about Jiro, who is a master sushi sh- suit. See, I can't. He rolls sushi. He roll, that's what he does. So his restaurant, ten. There's only ten places in it. The starting plate is three hundred dollars. So a minimum of three hundred dollars for your course courses. And you have to book a month in advance. It's wild. Like the amount of like time and like consistency he puts into his. Like food and sushi, like the like sushi's an art. Like cooking's an art, and he talks about like his kind of his life and how he's brought up. He's like eighty five, still working every single day. He's ridiculous. It's amazing. Really cool documentary. All the sushi looked amazing. It was very traditional. 
Another thing is that I really liked about this movie, the Jiro could like kind of talks about like an orchestra and how like mu- like musicians and like like making this like an art. And so like a lot of this documentary, they had like a full orchestra behind it. And so like I was listening to like this beautiful classical music while watching him roll this individual like sushi roll. I'm like, oh my god, it, it, it just it just it just meshed. Some could say. It was really cool. Like, honestly, just on a documentary base level, you should watch it. I don't know if either of you have seen it, but like, it's you- always recommended to be on uh, on Netflix, but I've yet to watch it. Like, some some people are like, "Oh, I love document." Like, even if you're not necessarily interested in the topic, you should watch this documentary because it's just a well done documentary, in my opinion. And then, Aaron, it's good yeah. to. Get to the grits. Let's get to that good, good. Let's get to the Blade Runner. Yeah. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Dude. First, first off, what cut did you watch? The final cut, whatever. You whatever watch, cut. Right, right, yeah, you, go, you, you watched the one that I own. <laughs> That's all I need to know. <laughs> yeah, the one that Jake yeah. gave me. Good, because I I trained I trained Lacey right, and right. I figured you were borrowing his copy. So, but I just wanted to make sure. Mm-hmm. Just want to make sure. We are a final cut podcast. <laughs> none, none of that original cut nonsense <laughs> Yeah. I, so I enjoyed the movie. Um, really cool world. When was it made? 90... 80... 80... 84? 84. That sounds right. Yeah, I, I was talking oh. about 19, not 90. But I felt like it, like, all the effects were like crazy, like for that time. Like it looked really good for what time. It, I feel like sci-fi movies come out now; they probably don't look as good as that. I yeah, don't know. and some of that stuff was touched up a little bit for the final cut, I believe, right? Yeah, there was a bit of a remaster, but eighty-two. Well, I think they fixed a lot of a lot of the lighting. I read like a lot of the shading and the light, but still, really cool. Um, interesting world. It was enjoyable. I don't know. I, I my question is, Aaron, why do you like this movie so much? Because you, you really like this movie, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. So what? What is your like? Like, because I'm like, okay, watch it. Like, okay, it's a good movie. But I like. I was kind of like trying to look at. I'm like, what? What? What is the big draw for you? I guess you know what I mean. So, yeah. I, please, I mean, please give me a little. Lacey and I kind of talked about this when we covered it for Gateway to Cinema, but this is a film that just kind of, it hit, like, the right point creatively for me because it combined, like, the, uh, this, like, futuristic sci-fi world with, like, the noir detective genre, and those were, like, my favorite things, and those were, like, my favorite things to combine. And you were just like, and Harrison Ford was there, like, oh my god, yeah! (laughs) So I, I, so I described it like it's like this is a film that kind of inspired me before I had even watched it. Like for whatever reason, I just had like I knew what this film was as like a five year old, and like mm-hmm. I, I, and so it was just it was so interesting. So watching your, it for the first time, but is your is your boy a replicant? Guess you gotta watch the sequel. I do. The, I mean, they don't actually answer it in the sequel, 
which was one of the best decisions of the sequel. But yeah, yeah. I bet he. I bet he is. Sequels. So well, good well, too. well, you're with the. You're on the side of the director, then. Yeah. So. David, could, David, I'm excited for you to watch the sequel because I wonder if you'll like the sequel more than the original. <laughs> I'm excited to see how that, what kind of podcast we become. Because Aaron, I don't think you could ever claim you like, you like the sequel better. I like the sequel I, better. I love I, I the sequel. Yeah, I think they're both great. No I just think the sequel the... is better. Just a little bit. David, we need a tiebreaker again. We need a tiebreaker. Get in on this. <laughs> I I obviously have the most weight in this podcast. Yeah. I swing the punches around here, so I will <laughs> Dra- I will do that for you. You know what makes it better is that Drax is in it. All right? Is Drax in the original? I don't think so. Anyway. That's, that's a good point. David, what else you got? Anything? Uh no, that three movies in a week for me is not That's bad. That's that. Oh wait, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. It's not bad. Aaron, what do you yeah. got? Uh, well, first, I'm gonna talk about the 2018 film I watched. Another Netflix original. Ah. Uh, Anon. Anon. Which was, I I don't. Well, I don't it's know. short for <laughs> anonymous. So. It would be Anon then. Oh yeah, I saw the trailer. <laughs> Uh, what's happening? Before I watched Jiro Dreams of Sushi, I was like, I almost watched that, and then I was is, like, Oh, sushi. is Netflix doing trailers now? Well, like, like, like it was, you know how you like pull up Netflix oh, on your okay. laptop, and then yeah. like, get with like, the time, and then it's just there. So I, I consider that a trailer because it's giving. I do well. too. I do too. Get with the times, Aaron. No, I just I didn't know if they were finally implementing the whole. Force oh. you to sit, watch an ad before you get to what he actually no, watching no. yet. I actually wouldn't hate that if they just showed me a trailer. I mean, I love trailers before movies, honestly. Yeah, but it'd be a trailer for one of their movies. Yeah, but some of their movies are pretty good. Anyway, this movie was <laughs> okay. Okay, it was it's fine. I I was interested in it because it was the guy who directed Gattaca. Mm. Was. Okay. Where not neither of you were in that bio class. Right? No, nope, I don't know. Wait, yes, 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 yes. When we watched Gattaca? Yeah, because I remember all the like the letters, the A's. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, it was the same yeah. director as that. So really, did we yeah. ever finish Gattaca? Yeah, yeah. It took like three class periods, but we watched it. Maybe you were gone that day. I don't know. I gotta add it to my letterbox, Gattaca. But uh, yeah. So I was interested in that because I really enjoy that movie. So I'm interested to see him take a different sci-fi approach. And it's a fairly interesting potential in the in the uh, subject because it's all about like this uh, this futuristic surveillance state where like everything. No, I, I had to watch it. We had a paper that. on it. Yeah, we, we, yeah. It. Okay, okay, yeah. I'm good. But I don't know. It was it was it was fine. It's like, but it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, you have like a somewhat interesting premise but you you're not really doing much with it some of that might be a lack of budget some of that might just be a lack of imagination but i don't know i thought clive owen did a pretty solid performance and in visually owen, named clive okay. his name is clive yeah. anyway but, <laughs> yeah so i don't know all right. It was kind of disappointing, but also didn't expect much from another Netflix original. They're, they've kind of they've 
kind of destroyed their brand name. Yeah. Well, when they decided okay. they were going to make 700 in one year, uh, you know, y- you lose everything at that point. So. Uh, anyway, big highlight of my week, guys. Finally watched The Strangers. Oh, boy. How do you feel about it? Um, I hate it. It's <laughs> fine. There's some good bits of it. I, I like the lighting. The lighting's good, sure. I, I I like the lighting. Yeah. They looked like they were using like a lot of like natural lights and like kind of using trying to use the candle lights as your only light source. Like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. I like that. I now, still think the masks are pretty creepy. Now, Aaron, what if I told you the only good part of the sequel is that there's some cool lighting in one scene? <laughs> You've you've sold me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I'm definitely going to watch the sequel now. That's why I finally got around to watching this. Yeah, because it was it was one of those movies where I'm like, it's not going to scare me as much as the trailer did. Mm-hmm. This, the trailer freaked me out so much as a kid, but there's no way the movie's going to be that scary, and it's not. No, it's, it's not at all. But I wanted to be able to watch the sequel so I could be the tiebreaker, which is not actually a tiebreaker because both of you hated it so much. So well, I he never saw to... the original. Oh, we're talking about the sequel. Okay, never mind. We're talking about the sequel, yeah. I understand. I never saw the OG. OG's bad. Apparently I mean, not I feel like you bad. don't need to. No, they're not tied together at all, really. How do you, how do you feel about that final scare, though, Aaron? That really awful final scare. Final scare. Makes no sense at all. <laughs> Also, why was Glenn Howard in this movie? Yeah. Yeah, Dennis is in the first one, or er, David. That's the reason to... What? Dennis is De- in De- it. Dennis is in the movie. Ooh. And he's not one of the serial killers. <laughs> Believe it or not. He's only in it for like two minutes. Char- <laughs> Charlie's in a new movie. Yeah, Hotel Artemis. Hotel Artemis? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it doesn't look good. No. But he's in it. So continue. If I say it looks good, sorry. It's okay if you think it looks good. I just don't agree. It has Sophia Botella in it and it has uh, Charlie Day. That's all I need. I'll go watch it. Aaron? Yes. Continue. Uh, other thing I've been watching this week. Oh, what I wanted to mention watch the oldest narrative film I've ever seen to this point this week. Watched Tarzan of the Apes. From 1918. Oh, the prequel to Rise of the Planet of the Apes. The thing is, actually, there's, there's a sequel to this movie. So, like, this movie adopts, uh, adapts the first half of the original Tarzan novel, and then they made a second movie that adapted the second half. But the second movie they made is one of the many lost silent films that was never preserved oh my god So this film just abruptly ends out of nowhere and i'm like okay i'll just watch the sequel you can't watch the sequel <laughs> oh we my didn't god. preserve it we lost that film oh it's my like god the, it, it's, it's like if we never got avengers 4 it's like <laughs> like <laughs> oh my god that's so sad when i hear stuff like that man it's the movie I, gone it's very sad too but yeah, I mean, it was it was in- interesting watching a film that old. But yeah, I just wanted to mention that. All right, 
Uh, and then finally, been watching more of those Puppet Master movies, you guys. Ooh, ooh. So, slam them, Aaron. Slam them. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait till I'm all through, and then I'm going to come back with a ranking for you guys. Okay. So, uh, so. Sounds good. How many do you knock out this week, though, too? Uh, I watched three more. Oh, so I watched up to six. It's too many. <laughs> so I, I, I have three left in my collection, and then there's like three more that have come out since this collection. So I'll have to see if I can find those. How bad How bad do you have to be to have a collection and then you just add more movies? <laughs> no, no, Yo. no. All right. hey. Oh, by the way, Puppet Master 5 was titled The Final Chapter. Oh. Just, just so you know. They chose to make like seven more movies after that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Alright. So, uh, that was my week. Nice. Cool. Then let's move on to our newest segment, which we still don't have a name for. <laughs> two truths and a lie. Two truths and a lie. I, I thought we could come up with something a little better two, than that. Two, mo- two, hey, no, no, two blockbusters and a bootleg. Oh, ooh, 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 ooh. David Slam in those titles, my dude. <laughs> or Triple B for short. Triple B. Let's, Dave, or Aaron, give us a triple B, why don't you? Bed, Bath, and Beyond. Shut up. <laughs> what's, the, what's the Beyond? What, I, I go in there. Where's the Beyond? I'm walking around. Yeah. I'm yeah. I see bed. There's like maybe a little bit of bath over there. There's no Beyond. The greatest they have, Beyond. They have, okay. like, they have like candies and stuff at the front. That's considered Beyond? Candy? It's candy? Beyond. It's not a bed or a bath. I mean, I see people eating candy in bed and baths all the time. So mm. He's got you there. Toasters. <laughs> Don't do that in the bath. Toast? Toasters. Toast. You can eat toast. I want to You toast can eat toast. It. Don't use bath. a toaster though. I want to eat a toaster. Aaron, what's the BBBs? Okay. So how do I do this? I tell you what tell, movie it is. Tell me what the movie is. Yeah, yeah. And then you give us the three And then I give us three facts about it. Yeah. One of them Two is, of a, is a faker. One of though. which is a lie. Yep. Alright. So the movie I picked. Mm-hmm. Was Blade Trinity. Oh, mm. thank God I haven't seen this one. I'm a great tell. You don't. Don't see it, David. <laughs> All right. Fact number one. Wesley Snipes' heavily reported $6 million salary for the movie was what prompted the IRS's investigation into his tax evasion that led to charges in 2006. Fact number two. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds revealed during the promotional tour for the film that Wesley Snipes would ignore the entire cast during production. But he once acknowledged Reynolds by saying, keep your mouth shut. You'll live longer. Fact number three. A television spot for the film had to be pulled after one day because it accidentally credited Jessica Biel as Jessica Alba. Oh, this is a tough one, David. <laughs> I, I think I think number two is tr- is a truth. That sounds true to me. Wesley Snipes is he's <laughs> a weird Ryan dude. Ryan Reynolds is like out there enough to be like, oh yeah, like say something. Something. I'm saying two is true. All right. So here's my dilemma. Three sounds wild, but like wild enough to where I could almost believe it. Number one has a lot of details. Like the six, the you know, the, a little, maybe a little more details than I. Well, on yours, your yours, 
that was wrong had a lot of details too. That's it thing. did. So that's what I was saying. Is it going to be? Is it going to be the details that are the downfall? The double Ds. David, <laughs> is the devil and in the, the is the devil in the details? The <laughs> oh, triple Ds now, baby. Let's go. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So I think we can rule out two for sure. Three, I want to be true so badly <laughs> that I'd almost be willing to bet that one is the fake one. I don't know what you're thinking. I'll follow suit. How about that? You're going to follow suit? All right. Well, I'm going to say number one is the lie. You are correct. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Double D for life. <laughs> Grab that. Okay. We're cutting. And... We're cutting. We're cutting. <laughs> We're cutting. I, you know, I thought maybe we could keep it, <laughs> but we dashed those hopes. <laughs> I, uh, all right, we're back in. I cannot believe. I like. I can. You know, I honestly can't believe because the only reason I voted it for it not to be true was because I wanted it to be true. But oh my god, they credited Jessica Alba. <laughs> What happened with Blade Trinity, man? What didn't happen? The 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 the, the standard was just too high. Yeah, yeah. Can't can't live up to those. The only those Blade that movie forever remain at the bottom. Of the <laughs> gateway to cinema. Right I was gonna say the only Blade movie not in the Gateway to Cinema. Oh my god! Well, that's a nice trip down memory lane. But let's move on to the bad movie of the week. Guys, this is a recent film, but one you won't mind that I spoil. Aaron, I'm going to call upon your help on this one. I swear to God. Rock Dog. Yeah. I want to see this movie. <laughs> you don't. Just because you, you saw Isle of Dogs, yeah. and you were like, you know what? This there is how you dog really make an animated film oh, yeah, about, yeah. about dogs. Right, right, right. So let's start with perhaps the strangest thing I've ever seen. Rock Dog shoots um, literal lasers out of his hands. He, he shoots actual lasers out of his hands. You know the trailer for that Upgrade movie where the guy has the gun in his hand and he goes, that's Rock Dog, but with lasers. He doesn't need the upgrades. He doesn't need the upgrades. He just is. <laughs> he is upgraded through natural selection. I'm guessing. I don't know. <laughs> I. It, it, he has. He has the chi or something. Yeah, because then he function. He functions. He funnels all of his lasers into his guitar, and he's plucking away at the guitar, and he gets to. Because someone saw Kung Fu Panda, and then Kubo and the Two Strings. Yeah. And then Utopia, and yeah. they're like. I can do that. <laughs> so, Rock Dog, he's supposed to be the guardian of this small mountain village. But he's like, I want to be a musician. Okay. I want to be a musician. So he finds a guitar, and man, he's plucking away. He's singing songs that have vaguely inappropriate words to them for a kid's movie. Like... Yeah, like, don't say that in a kid's movie. But, you know, he's plucking away. He's, all the little kids are enjoying his little inappropriate tune. 
And uh, his dad's like, no. You're going to be a dog watcher. You're going to be a sheep watcher. A sheep dog. And he's like, dad, I don't want to. And then eventually his dad's like, yeah, okay. Like, there's like a weird change of heart to the dad. (laughs) Okay. Like, he just doesn't care anymore. I thought that was going to be like the main conflict of the movie. But it only lasts for like 10 minutes, maybe less. Where the dad's and they like, had that better yeah. conflict, where uh, the 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 British cat yeah. needs to write a song. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because that because that's Europe trying to take over the American rap scene, like the <laughs> British invasion from the Beatles. You guys missed that undertone, and I haven't even seen the movie. I, no, I think, I think Rock Dog is like New Zealand from New Zealand or something, isn't he? I don't know. Uh, or no, he's from, he's from Tibet. He's from Tibet. Yeah, he's Tibet. That's where he's it's Tibetan. from. Because it's based on like Tibetan rock dog or something. It's like the name of the graphic novel. Oh yeah, I forgot it was based on a graphic novel. <laughs> but anyway, he goes he goes to the big city. He's gonna make it big. He's gonna play that funky music. But he wants to meet his hero, Angus Young, who is not played by Russell Brand, I'd learned. You could have fooled me. I thought it was Russell Brand the entire time. And then the credits roll by, and I'm like, who's this guy? Eddie Izzard? What? Mm-hmm. Why is he doing a Russell Brand impression? <laughs> you think this rock dog can afford Russell Brand? No. Why not? Absolutely Russell not. Brand of the Brand Brand? It's too much. <laughs> that joke was so good it hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's like a uh, that is a Bojack Horseman joke right there if I've ever heard one. <laughs> that would be something Princess Carolyn would say. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he wants to meet his his hero Angus Young, and so he does. He goes to his house, and uh, it's a wacky scene. Things happen. The cat should be dead. I don't understand. But then he uh, I forget how. Eventually, they become how he starts to use them. He like plays music outside, and he's like, "Hey, come on in, and we can make a record together." And there's this really like motivational, like really motivational, like uh, montage of them creating this song. And that's when I fell asleep. And <laughs> I, I woke up probably ten minutes later, had to rewind, and realized I missed nothing. Everything still made sense to me. You, you rewound. That's your first L. Yeah, I guess. And, uh, I mean, the entire middle section of this movie could have essentially been cut out. Yeah. Because we kind of begin with this story about sheepdogs with laser hands protecting this village. Yeah. And then we have this entire middle section about trying to make a hit single in the city. And then we end with dogs with laser hands trying to protect this small village. So, you know, you could have just, like, done it in two viewings and just watched the beginning and the end one day and the middle the other day. And you'd essentially have two movies. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And even even still, uh, his his idol uses his 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 efforts and he 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 lies. He says he made the whole song. That's not true. <laughs> but he says it is anyway. And Rock Dog gets sad. And then eventually one thing leads to another. And they're back in the mountains. And his dad's like, you gotta use your laser hands. He's like, no, no. I'm gonna use the power of music. 
and then he strums his guitar and he uses like magic through his guitar and he's like hey man i'm like a guitar dude and then he like gets, he makes all the wolves jump off the cliff i don't know that might not happen <laughs> i don't remember if that's well how that works music is the thing that heals everything. I don't know. I mean, it didn't heal the wolves. I think they jumped off the cliff. Again, I don't think that's what happened. But Did it, it, might did it heal them mentally, though? Maybe. Their hate was gone. Or just their minds, just because they hit the ground and died. Yeah, that too. That too. So yeah, and then it wouldn't be a bad animated movie if it didn't end with a musical sequence. That's true. The only good animated movie that ends with a musical sequence? Zootopia, probably. Maybe the only one. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's just, that's the, way, that's the way they decide to end it. Emoji Movie did it. I mean, the Emoji Movie one you could see coming from a mile away. It was so bad because they invent that little dance. And then they're like, oh, let's do it. Uh, emoji movie starring T.J. Miller called a bomb threat in. He he called a bomb threat into the subway. T.J. Miller, a real piece of human garbage. I think we can all just settle on that now. <laughs> I mean, it was Deadpool two coming out next week. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all suspected T.J. Miller was was garbage, but you know he's just been confirming it for everyone lately. <sighs> Rock dog. An American tale, lost in New York, down under. Are these all wow. subtitles? Yep. Wow. Colon. Colon, the American tale, colon, the great mouse detective, colon, a down under, colon, <laughs> finding Dory. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to the fault in your stars. This is, of course, the segment where we take a bad review for a good movie or a good review for a bad movie. We take all the spoilery bits out, all the things that would give it away as to what the movie is, and then we have the other two people try and guess it. This week, Aaron has the review. That I do. Tell me what it do. All right, guys. Mm-hmm. Five stars. Ooh. Wonderful romantic comedy. Mm. If you loved watching 51 First Dates... You'll love this movie. <laughs> I don't know 51 First Dates. I don't know that I know that movie. Where's that at? But if you loved watching 51 First Dates, you'll love this movie. I, I'm assuming I'm not supposed to get it off of that one. <laughs> I, have, I have another one. Okay, all right. <laughs> really funny movie. Would help if you know Spanish, but definitely the funniest movie I've seen this year. If you hated Blockers, this movie won't let you down. Spanish, huh? It's overboard. Is it though? It's overboard. It's overboard. <laughs> it's overboard. If you're a fan of 51 First Dates, mm-hmm. try overboard. I don't get the hey. correlation, I guess. Uh, it's about taking advantage of people with mental amnesia. diseases. Oh my god, it is. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So they nailed it. They absolutely did. They now, didn't get the title right, but... I didn't realize this until looking at Flickster the other day, where the public consensus on blockers is, like, really bad. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, in the theater I saw it in, everyone was really enjoying it. 
I've heard nothing but good things from people, and then I see that, and I'm like, what happened? Like, this movie's really, really good. I don't know. It's weird. You know, it doesn't have a bad audience consensus. What's that? Overboard. Does it really not? It was at, like, 78 or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, guys, that was episode 102 of Reboot Already Underway. Next week, season three. Wait, yes. that's... No, no. Next week is season finale. No, wait. This was the season finale. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. We'll do next week a real season finale. Oh, um, my goodness. L's upon L's upon L's. L's upon L's. Just kidding, boys. This the, the, uh, Boys and girls... Next week, season finale. L. Join L. us. Join us for L. that. It's gonna be a good time. And if you want to find David around the internet, you can find him at Dbex. Uh, that's what that's Dbex fifteen with two S's on Twitter.com. And of course, if you want to find Aaron, you can find him at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. Uh, you can also find him uh, on your left at. Uh, this clever blind is already taken at Tumblr.com. He wrote a great uh, Avengers Infinity War review, except he didn't. So, hey, uh, hey, you know what? I I have to finish the screenplay and, and before I graduate. See, so. nothing, there's nothing to see here, folks. And if we want to move on to <laughs> Jacob, uh, you can find him at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter, Jake Lace on Tumblr, and, of course, on Letterboxd. Uh, he writes lots of great reviews. Uh, Aaron says uh, he's so much better uh, than, uh, than than him, and uh, you know I'm inclined to agree. And uh... I, I wrote a review <laughs> of Lacey's reviews. Yeah. And of course, if you want to find the podcast, up, up, up. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us at Reboot Already Underway on Twitter, uh, Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes. Leave us a review if you're liking what we're saying. And hey, guess what? Next week's the season finale. We're going to do something real special for you. Join us next week when we do a season finale. <laughs> and I announce... And talk about... And talk about... Avengers 4, colon, Fan 4, Stick 2, colon, an American Peril, colon... Rock Dog 6. <laughs> colon. Goodbye, bye, man. Oh, my Sorry, God. <laughs> and that, that's it. That's it. Goodbye.